Welcome to Coffee with the Chiropractor, the podcast to help you unlock the secrets to improved health and wellness. Whether you're a chiropractor or chiropractic patient, we'll be traveling across the globe to talk to professionals who can help you to discover new ways to improve your health or the health of your patients. From chiropractors to osteopaths, personal trainers to nutritionists, we aim to help you in all of your needs. Here to host the show, a chiropractor, wellness coach, and life enthusiast, Dr. Patrick Hogg. Hello and welcome to another show of Coffee with the Chiropractor. It's your host, Patrick Hogg, and we've got a super special guest on the show again today. So we we have a gentleman. He's a Welsh Institute of uh, Chiropractic student. He graduated in 2013. Uh, He then took his career on and worked at Hausa for seven years. Uh, he is a, a, a big family man. He's got three boys uh, that I'm going to remember this. There were six, four, and I've forgotten the is it 18 six? months. 18 months. Amazing. Uh, he's a massive speaker. Two out of three is not bad, man. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, he's been a big speaker in the profession. Actually, I uh, saw Gareth speak at an event this year, but that's not the first event that he's spoken at. You know, he speaks within the house of profession. So there's a big group of clinics in this country, and he's obviously uh, done a lot of work with some of his colleagues there. He speaks a lot for corporate companies around his area. He's going around his area and educating the public, educating his community, and teaching people how that they can actually lead a better life. He's a massive enthusiast in sports and exercise, and actually his background was in personal training before he became a chiropractor. So his lifestyle is all in on trying to look after himself and actually taking care of his patients. He's just ironically started his practice at the beginning of the lockdown period. And I know he's an absolute rock star, and I know that he's going to absolutely crush it when the, uh, when, the, <coughs> when the offices are allowed to back open again. It is our very, very special guest, Gareth Ward. And so I'm going to hand it over to him. He's going to tell us a little bit more about himself uh, and maybe give him a little bit more of an intro of some bits that I've missed out. Okay, thank you, Patrick. Um, Right, well, yeah, as Patrick kind of went through, um, I've been a chiropractor now for the past seven years. Uh, Prior to that, did lots of, well, I was a personal trainer before that, but tend to work more, uh, with sort of rehabilitation, people who've had stroke um, and other things like that, people with uh, injuries, that sort of thing. And <clears throat> then before that, I generally just kind of coach different sports from snowboarding to like kettlebells, rugby, stuff like that. And uh, did a sports science degree uh, before that, which one of the modules was trampolining, which was very enjoyable to say the least. Um, best piece of education I've ever had um, <laughs> comes very handy now with my kids when I'm not flying trying to do uh, backflips etc but no I've been um, uh, as a practitioner for the past seven years I've really always wanted to try and understand more about what why people are not getting better what's stopping them from reaching the things the, whether it's like stuff within their lifestyle or certain health parameters that they want to get to and trying to get through the frankly like wall of rubbish that they tend to project and that's all of us as humans tend to project um, and trying to sift through that and then trying to understand it more from like a neurological point of view and a big interest in neurology <clears throat> generally 
uh, don't ask me loads of anatomy questions and stuff, so I'm not like Jake Cook. <laughs> but um, just generally trying to understand more, it's the complexity of the nervous system which just amazes me. And you can just see a group, what you think will work for one person doesn't work for another. And um, just so, so interesting that way. But yeah, I took the plunge after being an associate for the last kind of like six and a half years to open my own practice. And uh, yep, having done lots and lots of marketing and all going really, really well. Um, we had, we like, we're waiting to, we got the lease like four day, one, two, three, four, yeah, but four or five days before we were due to see our like first patient. So, but luckily, <clears throat> wasn't a great deal of stuff to do. But we kind of got everything set up and then had a really good first week. Um, we had like 25 new patients and we're all ready to like rock the next week and then like shut down. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that was basically it. We had a good idea, obviously, that it was coming. Um, and yeah, I, I think the big thing to take from it is that just all I remember saying to myself, when someone was talking to me about like cash flow and stuff like that, I was just saying, look, I know I've got, I've borrowed enough to be able to hold the business over for two months if I don't have any income, but that won't happen. That'll be fine. <laughs> and obviously that has come to pass. So um, in that sense, like it's all good, but uh, yeah, certainly a very challenge, very challenging is probably the wrong word because you want to put it in perspective, but um yeah a, a, a strange strange time but we're looking at trying to get back into things now and being back in the practice and stuff just getting stuff ready and everything over the last kind of few days has been great but i am a not a good homeschool teacher like, <laughs> definitely say that is not one of my uh strengths i love that say the least so big respect with with three boys with three boys that could obviously like pose a very big challenge yeah I, I feel like my wife smashes it much <laughs> and you just think you just think like you know you've got three boys can you think about if you had a class of 30 <laughs> mm. yeah at least so, you get to like send them home at three o'clock though <laughs> res, res, respect <laughs> to teachers as well yeah definitely hugely my man amazing amazing so look it's really nice to hear all of that really interesting stuff and a little bit about your journey onto how you became or basically got into running your your practice mm. there is there is uh, a huge spectrum as to why chiropractors basically become chiropractors uh, and obviously yeah. having this conversation with a number of different people you know there are certain people that just became a chiropractor because you know that was a course that was local to them some yeah. people had a profound experience maybe where they they had a yeah. really good experience that changed their life maybe you could tell us a little bit more about you know what it was that kind of called you into chiropractic and the reason why yeah chiropractor. so <laughs> I was um, I was living in uh, Wales at the time um, before I even kind of really knew about chiropractic to be honest and I was working then as a personal trainer and I really enjoyed as I said working more with like rehab people and seeing them make great changes and just I suppose it was working with one particular gentleman who was like he like stumbled in to see us in the gym had had a cerebellar tumor and had had that operated on he was 70 years old really like struggled to walk without a zimmer frame and um was like i really want to train and like as a trainer with this kind of level of education you get you're like yeah that sounds great what the fuck am i doing <laughs> but just started very basic really basic 
and to see that gentleman's transformation and he trained me all the way through from when I went to Wheel by the end he was lunging 15k dumbbells down one end of the um one end of the gym and back like at 74 years old and I suppose things like that just really got me sparked in interest and I wanted to I thought about doing physio and stuff before because I wanted to have something with more um professional authority like I didn't really want to be a PT when I'm 50 years old um so I was looking to do physio but then uh, just by chance they stopped they had a two-year course at uh, Cardiff University that they cancelled and I was like right okay I'm going to go to going I'd done a, a snowboarding season before so I was like right sod this I'm going to go and do a snowboarding season again teach snowboarding in America and I didn't get my visa so with that in mind another thing that brought me to that was that I got let go from the gym that I was working in uh, at that time um, <laughs> through <laughs> really ridiculous kind of circumstances to be honest but it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I had to go and set up my own personal training business from scratch with no basic no money coming in at all and I remember going into the gym on the first day and seeing them being like right we'd had like a day's education and the guy was like look about one in four or five people will say yes to you having a chat to them about their fitness levels and about what they need to get out of fitness. So you just need to walk the floor. And you, and in a gym with no windows or anything for like 12 hours, 13 hours a day, from like sort of seven till eight, for like three, four weeks, I just walked the floor and talked to everyone, everybody. And loads of people told me to F off, like, told me I don't want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. But by the end, like I've seen like sort of 40 hours of PT a week and bringing in more money than I'd ever been seen. So <clears throat> that's quite important in terms of like only the backstory. But then I met Ben Matthew, who's a chiropractor in Cardiff. And he, uh, yeah, and he was doing um, posture screenings and stuff in the gym. We got chatting and he said, I've been observing you actually because he was training the gym as well. And he goes, you're a great PT, but you'd be a much better chiropractor. I was like, well, why'd you say that? What's the battle about? He goes, come down to the clinic and come and see what I do. And one of the people that I was training, he um, was uh, seeing them and adjusting them. And I remember going to sit, she was in the room and obviously asked if it's okay for me to be in there. And I remember seeing her lying on the bench and him going to do, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then adjusting her, just do, 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 do. And he explained everything that he did all the way through. And I was just like, I want to do that. That's what I want to do. Like, and just obviously seeing the people through that, I think I was there for maybe a morning or morning or two. And just seeing the people talk about the differences in their health and just the approach. Like it never made sense to me really about the way that medicine works. Like it, it's not that I was like, it's terrible, never take it. Like my, my parents are actually quite, um, they think when I talk about some stuff about like, a big farmer and stuff like that like okay Gareth, that's fine I'm, I'm Scottish um <laughs> I just think I'm talking cloud cookie land so it wasn't like I grew up in a household that way or anything but um it just really made sense to me it's like why would you you've got to go through that side first like use the body's natural ability to be able to heal and over then that uh, and from there like I'd literally I think that was the May and then I'd signed up I'd, within like a week I'd gone on the course I'd basically like right I'm going to see if I can I was very very lucky that um I got to borrow 
the money to do it, but I worked, I was like, I'm going to work, do my PT business as much as I can. And I'll just, and it was like another obviously four years, but I was like, I definitely know this is what I want to do. And then I went to wheel cause like, what have I done? This is a hellhole. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's it hilarious. wasn't so bad. Yeah. That's so yeah, hilarious. that's how no real grand uh, experience really. I didn't, I didn't Dude, get adjusted. And like, that's a I super there, grand, yeah. that's a super grand experience. That's a, like, and no, this, is a, cool. this is a, it's interesting. Cause like I say, everyone's got a, everyone's got a very uh, different story, obviously. Like everyone's got a different, mm. very different story. Cause you know, my story's, similar to yours i was never adjusted before i became a chiropractor um yeah. it just so happened to be there was a chiropractic school on my doorstep and you know i was yeah. working i was working in leisure as well and i was looking at, pers at personal training and physiotherapy and mm. guess what here we both are yeah. sitting here now on a podcast talking about chiropractic <laughs> and so we never really we never really know why these things happen uh but you know, like it's, it sounds it sounds like there was a couple of events in your life uh, that really were kind of pushing you in that right direction. Yeah. And like in that same way, like if I'd never done that, I never would have met my wife and uh, never would have obviously like had my kids and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's all, I don't really ever look back on things in general and maybe this is our question for later, but I never kind of think, Oh, I wish I'd done that differently. I wish I'd done that differently. I always think you can, you can take whatever lessons from any kind of experience you can. And it's, you did that at that time for a particular reason. May not always know why it is, but yeah, you definitely did it for a particular reason. Amazing. Amazing. Really interesting stuff. Really. So there's some really interesting gems in there. So I, I, I know this conversation is probably going to go in an interesting route. So let's, let's see what you've got to say about uh, the, the, the next, the next question. So mm -hmm. I'm interested to know now, uh, obviously chiropractors that are very good at trying to educate other people. Uh, but a lot mm -hmm. of the time, obviously, the one thing that we have to prioritize is ourselves. Uh, we have to prioritize yeah. ourselves because we've got to make sure that we're working at tip top shape to make sure that we can obviously serve our patients at the highest level and highest capacity that we possibly can. So maybe you could tell us some of the things that you personally like to do uh, in order to keep yourself kind of fit, healthy, well. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe maybe just explain some of like your routine, some of the things that you like to do. <coughs> So I would say that I am actually, I am someone who likes to go, I'm going to do this routine. And then I don't find it that easy to stick to. Like routine wise, like in terms of like a morning routine, I'll always remember speaking to when, and Ryan now tells this story when he speaks about before he had kids, he'd be like, this is my morning routine. I'm going to get up in the morning and then I'm going to do my brain and then I'm going to do my yoga. And then this, I'm like, yeah, mate, that's fine. My kid got up at 5 a.m. this morning and like I'm lying on the sofa, like cuddling him, like, like <laughs> dying from having no sleep. Um, <laughs> so in that sense, kind of coming to sort of like self-development and understanding about routines and things like that, like I wouldn't say it's been impossible, but it's have to have been very, very, very adaptable and been like, look, I can't, I'm not, it's unrealistic to think that I'm going to get up at six every morning and don't be wrong of course some people can do it I just said for me it was very realistic but for constants for me would always be having to having to exercise or really train when I say difference between training and exercise is obviously you train for something you exercise as a standalone session so training for something having a goal and having a purpose um every six to eight weeks or so to challenge myself 
um, and work towards something is just like kind of like a non-negotiable. And it's strange, really, within lockdown, actually, I've, had, I've trained probably the least I have in a very long time, which is strange, really, because I've got the kettlebells on my doorstep. But I think because that change in routine and like going to the gym and actually being in that space has very much, it's taken me a long time to adjust to that. Um, so training is a, a big one and kind of like exercise in, in general just is my reset for me. Um, but it's also like being social and being around people. Like I'm very, very much a people person. And it's a part of the reason why I love chiropractic so much is the fact that you get to see so many people, you get to meet so many people and like, I love it in bite-sized chunks. Um, <clears throat> so that side of things really gives me a lot. And I've probably reflected more on that again in lockdown because I've not had that. And I didn't even have a really, maybe at times, but not a great deal of worry on the financial side of things or the fact of like the, the, the uh, the pandemic's going to like crush my business, etc. I've only just started. Like, why is this happening to me? None of those thoughts kind of came in, but I found myself being like almost quite lost, like not having any um, real direction and purpose. Even though I've got like, kids to teach and other stuff to do, like, and just was quite frankly like a real grumpy twat for a long time, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, so um, yeah, in that sense, then I definitely know that I need to go out, like, see friends, be sociable. And that doesn't mean going out like drinking and things like that and maybe what it used to be. Yeah, going out, sharing ideas, talking rubbish with people, etc. Um this it's an I, interesting it's of, an interesting point because uh if you look at the World Health Organization's definition of health, their definition of health is yeah. is is uh complete physical, mental and social and well being yeah. and not merely the absence of disease. And so when you're looking mm. at it, that you know, there are three arms and and you know, a lot of us think about this kind of physical, they, a lot of us think about the physical, um, you know, because it's the thing yeah. that we, that's the thing that we notice the symptoms with the most, but that, that mental and that social, you know, this is where, where a lot of the depression and stuff is coming from at the moment. And this is where a lot of the stress is coming Hugely. from. Is this huge and, loss and in even social Because mm, people don't connect as much. And I think with having three boys and them growing up like I'm one thing I'm really paranoid is about them actually having human relationships and not having just technological ones where they're constantly on their phone and probably around bit overbearing with it um you the other thing I would, yeah the other thing I kind of say is like um for me like again not kind of routine is having a break from um from kind of things in general so if like I'm trying to eat well and um either lose weight or gain muscle or whatever it might be or even like trying to hit a certain goal in clinic or something like that like i find i've always got a certain level to go to and it's usually about three to four weeks and then i need to kind of come away and i need to have a proper break from things about every three months and that's like in my the mantra like when things get back on top is like every three months either we go and do something or we go away or whatever it is like that, like that is really important. I find that really important to kind of like reset. Um, and I find just having gaps. Um, I know we spoke a little bit before we came on about uh, fasting and just let's, let's be honest, having a break from stuffy things in my mouth rather than giving it a posh super name. <laughs> um, 
is I found has been great. Like mental, mentally, like particularly in the morning, just having a couple of days a week of not eating in the morning. And again, because in lockdown, I have done every day, made the kids breakfast and ate with them and just found that mental clarity has not quite been the same. But um, the one other thing I want to touch on in terms of training and exercise and um, is more just movement variety and making sure that we've got lots of variety in our movement and I'll try and do this with the boys if we go out, making sure we're like climbing trees and like I've been known to be up a tree with like the baby in the backpack and like may or may not have scraped his head in the bush or on a branch of some kind. Um, hey, it's good, it's good, good for them to learn to adapt to their good. environment as well, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So giving them that to do, but just, yeah, that variety of movement um, I find so, so important. And I know through rugby and just generally not taking that good a care of myself for a very long time. Um, I've got various things going on and I, I'm not a big fan of the word manage it, like managing things, mm-hmm. but because either like, it's pretty straightforward. Like if I don't sleep well, I don't train well, then things hurt more. It's not, not a massive surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say I've got any like major super secrets, but just trying to understand myself more. Okay, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna highlight what we've just learned from you. I'm gonna highlight what we've just learned. So, variety, variety seems to be the spice of life. Uh, so, changing things, changing things up, making sure you're moving in different ways, and letting your body. And the reason, and my understanding, the reason why we like this variety is that ability to adapt. That ability to adapt. Mm. So we said about adaptability. So, and the other thing. Did you know my clinic? Do you know my clinic's called? Adaptability. Good adapt chiropractic. Yeah. Hey, what a guess, eh? <laughs> so, yeah, I know. You were close. <laughs> uh, and then also the, the 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 mass the massive impact that actually that health is not just a physical thing, but it's actually a social and mental thing as mm-hmm. well. And if you really, really want to be able to kind of actually be consistent and be able to adapt better. Uh, it's good to give yourself a purpose or some targets to follow. Yeah. I always heard that rather than calling things like, this is how we deal with our mental health. I think it was Brandy McDonald, because I don't want to steal things from people. She talked about how you call it, we call it purpose. We talk about like, what's your purpose? Because when human beings don't have purpose, however simple or complicated it might be, it's when we struggle. It's when we really struggle, particularly on that, the mental side of things she's an absolute rock star that lady like yeah amazingly uh, Amazing. you have to be on the right side of her though because i tell you what man she's she's fiery too <laughs> yeah such, I bet, yeah such a she was one of my mentors she was one of my mentors yeah. one of my first one of my first mentors coming out of chiropractic school and uh she shoots straight <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you're not doing yeah, the work that. if you're doing the not doing the work like she'll just she'll just pin you up on it like there's no yeah. there's no uh, there's no, there's no kind of like pedal, pedal pushing or like treading on no, eggshells. No. Like she just tells you. Yeah, she'll just take you down. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Again, like I'm, I'm, I find that that I'm particularly like sometimes I can get easily, as most people do, kind of lost in your own. Like, oh, I'm great, so great. And um, yeah, the universe has a real way of like bringing you back down to earth, which I'm very appreciative of. One thing about Brandy is her level of communication. So she's very blunt oh, and honest, but her mm. way to break things down and actually communicate almost at like a fifth graders level, but 
with such a high level of like uh, intelligence and intensity. There's just, there is just something about, and something about the way that she speaks is so, 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 so engaging as well. Like she can yeah. hold a room present yeah. for hours. And she's got a huge following on Facebook as well. Absolutely huge. Uh, in fact, she's written a book. Yeah, I've got a book as well. I know, I've got it. It's I was going to say, she's written, a, she's written a book about her rants on Facebook. Yeah. Like she just, she'll, she'll, she'll have like a massive rant about something that she's noticed or like a conversation that she's had with a patient and a communication that she's had with a patient. And like the levels of adaptability and and da 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 da, and she's written a whole book on it now because she has that many conversations. I know it's it's wonderful, mate. I'll read it a lot of nights because it's mm. just the gems everywhere with it. So it's brilliant, amazing. So look, I, I we we've got some amazing uh, gems out of what we've just communicated there. But maybe you could give some of our listeners a couple of tips on maybe how they could add a little bit of variety and maybe a little bit more purpose and adaptability back into their routine. Okay. Just simply enough, and loads of people have said this before, but it's, you'd be surprised how many people don't do it. It's just write down what you want. It doesn't have to be like too complicated, but I generally find if I really want something to happen, I'm not the type of person again, like variety wise, well, I'll write down everything each night and I write down, like, I don't have that discipline basically. But before I opened the practice, I'd written down what, how many new patients and everything I wanted to see. And I was quite over ambitious with it. because I always wear the overshoot and undershoot and um, yeah, got pretty much close to it. And I always found that that's been the case. So just, write down what you want first of all it's just to get it out on your mind on paper is so so important more than i think we'll ever really understand um <clears throat> the second thing is is to and this is only something i've really noticed recently is to when you wake up in the morning just go outside go outside and get and just have the light we've been so blessed with the sunshine recently which has been wonderful but even on the days where it's been wet cold and horrible majority of the time i'll stand outside for five minutes or so and just uh, we're we're based off a whole metabolism is based off those circadian rhythms and we screw them up so much all the time and i'm really guilty of it as well i love like watching tv and stuff like that like i'm i'm big into that and i always get a lot out of it too but i've just found that just a totally different total difference to my day being able to do that and then in the same context avoiding light like led lights and stuff like that at night and I, it's so embarrassing i'm gonna say isn't it but i actually have a sleep mask that i wear and i look ridiculous but i i on times where i can get little sleep sometimes um that's, i'm gonna put the boy to bed in a second um <clears throat> then if i get a little sleep sometimes the quality is so much better just not having because it helps your body just get into a better rhythm and the, the last thing is just to, again, just move in the morning. It doesn't have to be a lot, but when dogs get out of bed, they don't just start trudging about their day. They stretch, they move around, even if it's for one minute or two minutes or so. Then, um, yeah, you've got you to gotta warm your body up for your day. That's really cool. That, again, is not mine. I've stolen that off someone. I can't remember who it is, but so sorry to that person, but that's the way life is. What is it? It's a, a shamelessly copy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fine. As one of our mentors said, shamelessly copied. Yeah. And the thing is, is yeah. you don't have to re reinvent the wheel. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. No, definitely. Okay, so look, let's have a look at a, 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 just a last couple of questions for you. Um, if you could go back, if you could go back in time and ask uh, or tell 
uh, old past Gareth, what's one of one thing that you would change for yourself or maybe a piece of advice that you give to yourself, which you feel would help enhance your life now? Uh, concentrate more on results, I would say. Interesting. Concentrate more results in terms of patience and trying mm-hmm. to understand why they got a result and sometimes why they didn't. Um, yeah, I'd say that's something that really drives me now. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to move, philosophy is important, incredibly important. You need it, massively important, but not to let that cloud, not to let to, that, to, to become dogma and just think, oh, I'm just not adjusting their C1 with enough accuracy. Like, I think we have to, <clears throat> in general, and I'm a, also a big believer that like attention is, is a huge part of things like uh, within our adjusting and our skill set and like it's something that I work on hugely um but yeah focusing on results and trying to understand and not worrying about why that person hasn't got results and just being open and honest and saying I don't know a lot more I say I don't know a lot more now than I've ever done before to patients and I think it's a real sign of strength um in terms of what we do as practitioners because we have this feeling that we need to tell everybody this is how this works this is how that works and i'll quite happily admit i probably couldn't name all the cranial nerves in order right sorry i couldn't but i've got a book there that i can go and look at that <laughs> so i'm not going to be in an exam again anytime soon unless i'm going to go and do something which i study for but yeah but yeah i think results would be my go back and look at results and that's the thing. people do appreciate when you're honest to them as well and you say that you don't because the thing is right is that you 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 go to your gp your gp doesn't have all the answers and you no. go to you go to a neurologist and they don't have the answers that you would go when you go to a dermatologist and you go to a dentist yeah. and you wouldn't expect them to fix your your skin condition right it just it, that's just not the way that it works and and no. and i know that chiropractors are looking at the holistic approach but you can't know everything, obviously. And you can't help everybody. You can't help everybody. You really can't. Like you're just the way your mannerisms are and how you are as a person may immediately put that person's barriers up. And that's okay. Like that's why we need more chiropractors and why we need more people who take a like a natural approach for natural approach first. Um, because even just the way, I mean, even if someone like gives someone a drug, the way they deliver it to them, the way that they say what this drug is going to do, how their mannerisms are change the effect of that drug on that person and that's also that's very true for the patient as well on the sense that yeah, there's a absolutely. lot of patients that will say well i've been to a chiropractor and chiropractor doesn't work and yeah that's not necessarily true that chiropractor or that pressure like that practitioner didn't work for you it's not to say that this one or this one or this one or this one won't. so that's a really it interesting didn't do, what, didn't do what you expected it to do and that is the thing is managing expectations mm-hmm. and giving uh, what's the quote? Deliver on what they want. Uh, I'm not going to remember it. That's so bad. Deliver on um, what they need, yeah, but not what they want. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But it's basically like kind of give them what they give them what they want. Give them what they want so that then you can give them what they need. Something more profound than that. <laughs> anyway, we get the point. But basically, you over deliver, like under promise and over deliver would be a, better, a simpler way. To- Always, yeah. always, always. Yeah. Amazing. Look, so I'm obviously conscious of your time and I'm conscious that you've got three young boys that are probably uh, ready to go to bed. 
So no, I, no. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna finish. There's just a, one, one or two more questions. I just want, uh, I want to give you an opportunity to let people be able to reach out to you. So maybe you could tell people a little bit more about how they maybe can contact you. If there's any listeners that are maybe in your local area, I know it was mm-hmm. uh, Wuthering, near Reading. Wokingham. 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 Near Reading. Yeah. So uh, maybe clinic, just tell people a little bit about is- that. Clinic is Adapt Chiropractic uh, UK because there's one in the States, the same name, uh, and they're on Facebook. So uh, find us on Facebook or find our website, uh, adaptchiro.co.uk. Um, you can find, you can contact us on there. Basically, that's the easiest thing. I personally, like, I haven't done any coaching and stuff like that yet, but I do like kind of mentor pe- a few people loosely. And if anyone needs any help at any point, then please just get in touch for anything at all. Like it's, it gives me a great deal of uh, pleasure to be able to help anybody um, in any sort of stage that they're at in their profession. Because I know how many people have done the same for me and have given their time, which is obviously our most valuable commodity. And um, that's just huge. So um, I might possibly, I love doing technique. Technique's a big thing for me. I really, really enjoy it. We've done a few technique seminars with Dean uh, um, Ryan's brother before and we may kind of do something kind of going on in the future but yeah anyone whoever wants to come down to the practice observe or they want to come and chat to us about anything at all um if i can't help i'll find you some person who can amazing like, <clears throat> i just i think that yeah being able to do that that's what we need more of in the profession it's just like being able to help each other out as much as we can and not fight about stupid stuff <laughs> it's got nothing to do with anything it's just energy wasting. Keyboard warriors, keyboard warriors, eh? Yes, indeed, my man. Amazing. Look, sometimes I find that if you go down that rabbit hole of the Facebook link and I go like, oh my God, what am I doing with this? <laughs> like wasting my life reading get it. it. Get <laughs> out, get out, get out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so look, last question, last question. Uh, so yeah, tell, us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Uh, we, we would love to hear your parting words of wisdom so maybe a quote or a, like a lifestyle mantra or something that you kind of you feel like you can instill some cool. last little bit of value into this our class. so my two things is that um well no three actually i'm gonna go with three um the first one is that um hard work hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard that's I don't know. I can't again remember who said that, but that's from a strength and conditioning coach called Eric Cressy, who works in uh, MLB, and just thought that's just perfect. Just shows how much hard work's important, and um, I've got that on the front of my diary. Um, the second one is that we don't grow, or we don't stop playing because we grow old, but we grow old because we stop playing. And George Bernard Shaw, like that, just sums up life for me, to be quite honest. Um, and the last one is that like nothing good ever came from a place of comfort like we need to get uncomfortable it's one of the things that i say to patients very very early on that you're going to go through some really difficult times you're going to question everything you're doing it's going to be really hard but that's where you find out about yourself whether you're willing to do it or not and <clears throat> sometimes it can seem a bit like it's the speech from any given sunday but like it's i think it has to be the way it is like you, you don't get good things from just sitting in your comfort zone all the time you don't have to be there like all the time but yeah it's something that i find really important to be able to let people know they can choose to go there or not but it's really important to let them know that straight off the bat and that lines up with your idea of the adaptability as well yeah 
yeah, yeah, exactly. Stress the system, but not too much. Enough to get it to adapt, but not so much that it breaks down. I'm the, I'm the same as you. I'm very good at remembering like these quotes, but I can't remember where they all come from. But I know like the no, I'm terrible. I'm getting were... sued all over the place. <laughs> there was there was. Well, I know, I know it was in, <laughs> I know it was in Don McDonald's uh, show. So this is Brandy's other half. He he has a show called uh, Breaking. Yeah, yeah. It was called Breaking the Underdog Curse. Yeah, it's now Breaking changed. the Underdog Curse. Yeah. It's now called the, the Vitality, Vitality Shift, shift now, for chiropractors. Yeah. And he talks about moving yeah. only seven percent, seven percent into your uncomfort zone. It's like the sweet spot, and that's where adaptability takes place. <laughs> Yeah, Amazing. and I, I have no I'd idea. How, I have no idea how they calculated that, that, but it would be interesting to see. And then, and also, <clears> it was in the same book. It talks about getting into a state of flow, into a state of flow. And this is where athletes yeah. really kind of mm -hmm. like, they get in. And you you ask the question, like, how does an athlete train for that long for so long? And you just it's that state of flow, that level of concentration, that level of adaptability. Yeah, Gareth, thank you so much for jumping on the call with us today. Oh, dude, thank so you much. so much. It's been so amazing for me. I really appreciate it. And um, you're an amazing host. And um, yeah, thank you so much. So what we're going to put, put my boy to bed now. So what we're going to do, we're going we're gonna to throw uh, Gareth's uh, website and all his links into the description below on this podcast. So if you want to reach out to Gareth, then that's, he'll, he'll be more than happy to reach out or have you guys reach out to him. Uh, it's been so, so nice to have you here. This is another episode of Coffee with a Chiropractor you. with your host, Patrick Hogg, and we look forward to hearing from you guys again soon. And take care. Cheers again for coming on with us, Gareth. Enjoy putting the kids to bed. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks. Take care. Yeah, thanks, mate. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this information, please like and subscribe to our channel on your favorite listening platform. If you know someone who could benefit from this information, please share. We hope to see you next time for another episode of Coffee with the Chiropractor with your host, Patrick Hogg.